0: all right everybody welcome to the podcast uh so uh, some interesting tweets some brain droppings that came a few days ago uh one of them from uberfax saying People who post more selfies tend to have shallow relationships with people. I would tend to agree with that, believe that. Um, Billionaire Mindset tweeted out, Learn from your history, but don't live in it. Uh, really good one, and also they also tweeted, The road to success is always under construction. Uh, so some really good tweets, some good thoughts there from Billionaire Mindset. Um, so the other day, not yesterday, but the day before, it was Sunday. Uh, so with that, there were some interesting church signs posted on Twitter. One of them was from United Methodist Church, where they used the lyrics to Tom Petty's song, Won't Back Down. It says, Well, I know what's right. I got just one life in a world that keeps on pushing me around, but I'll stand my ground, and I won't back down. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, then there was this church sign, which might actually be the opposite of cool, uh, because there was bad spacing. Um, This is a church in Newton, Massachusetts, uh, which, you know, people were upset because of the spacing because it should read God is now here. um, But you could read it to say God is nowhere because of the spacing. (laughs) So I thought that was pretty funny. Um, And then this is what happens when a dad lets his son uh, change the church sign where he just puts up poop. So that's possible too. Uh, then there was this, uh, Roger Federer dancing with Mickey Mouse, which I was just saying. I said, a hip hop, a hip, a hip to the hip, hip hop. don't stop the rocket to the bang bang, boogie drop stop boogie to the, just kidding. Uh, then Senator Bob Corker tweeted out, it's a shame the White House has become an adult daycare center. Someone obviously missed their shift this morning. <laughs> I said, drop the mic on Bob, sick burn bra. Um, really funny stuff uh, from Senator Bob Corker to Donald Trump. Uh, Donald Trump, wh- what Bob Corker was responding to was Donald Trump tweeting out, uh, he also wanted to be Secretary of State, I said no thanks. He's also largely responsible for the horrendous Iran deal, uh, to which I said blaming him for something that was actually good in the Iran deal is not exactly a dig. Your judgment is really horrible, Don. Um, And on a serious note, when it comes to that, if Trump does back out of the Iran nuclear deal, what incentive does that give Kim Jong-un to negotiate? uh, Or do we just not care at this point? There's already one nuclear threat with North Korea. Trump wants a second one with Iran, it seems like. Um, And then I can't play this clip or else we'll get pulled off of YouTube, but uh, there was a good clip from uh, Stephen Colbert about uh, white supremacists getting a DNA Ancestry.com check, and uh, it was interesting not just because of the jokes, but also the fact that I wasn't aware of it until I saw this on his show, but apparently um, when you submit your DNA to these companies, they're actually selling it to other companies. Uh, Which is just crazy, like pharmaceutical companies, like all types of companies, so uh, anything like Ancestry.com or anything like that, uh, I would say try to avoid those things because that's not something you think about, um, but that is something that's happening with those sites. And then uh, my friend Wes from work, uh, he was saying, well, at least the Red Sox have been consistent, causing me to yell at the TV in the first inning of all the series. Uh, I was the same for Wes. Um, unfortunately for him, as, as the series went on, the Red Sox did end up losing uh, to the Astros. The Astros will be going to the ALCS. Um, but there was a game October 8th, uh, the, one of the ALDS games at Fenway, Uh, for the Boston series against Houston where I just thought there was way too many creepy camera angles in the game and I don't know what was going on with Fox Sports 1 but there was close-ups of, you know, older people checking their DMs, it looked like Um, and there was one where they had a shot coming out of, like, the green monster people like, it was really weird, Um, really strange stuff going on there Uh, so I just said, what what the fuck Fox Sports 1? (laughs) Um, Uberfax tweeted out a large portion of the Oxford English Dictionary was written by a murderer from a mental institution, so that's pretty crazy. No pun intended there. And then there was this shot which I thought was really, really weird. Uh, Stevie Wonder was making a shot, uh, free throw for basketball. (coughs) And I thought it was weird because... I thought it was weird because I didn't understand why somebody couldn't just be under the net and catch it and then have the crowd react as if he made the shot. Um, Really strange stuff there. I don't even know why they even had him try to attempt to make the shot in the first place. I thought that was really in bad taste, Um, but not in a funny way, like in a kind of disturbing way. I don't know why they did that. Billionaire Mindset also tweeted out, the only person you need to be better than is the person you were yesterday. Uh, They also said, build your own dreams or someone else will hire you to build theirs. And then Sunday there was the Hell in a Cell event uh, for WWE. And there was one match where it was the Usos taking on New Day um, inside Hell in a Cell. And it was actually, it seemed like at one point it was like the reverse elimination chamber because they took one of the Usos up against the cage and they used kendo sticks to basically push him against the cage and keep him like stuck there. Um, It was a really crazy match. Um, WWE Creative Humor tweeted out, this may be the kinkiest match of the year because they brought out kendo sticks, they brought out gongs, they brought out uh, handcuffs, (laughs) like it was the weirdest, weirdest thing. Um... (laughs) WWE creative humor took it to the next level because they said Xavier Woods when he was handcuffed was saying remember guys my safe word is Dreamcast (laughs) which I thought was funny Um, then I had forgotten about this until I was watching it on um, another podcast and uh, going back to the election with uh, Donald Trump uh, Donald Trump tweeting out against Jon Stewart I'd totally forgotten about how crazy that had gotten um, so just to kind of bring that back up uh, he tweeted out amazing how the haters and losers keep tweeting the name Fuckface Von Clownstick like they're so original and like no one else is doing it <laughs> and it kept going from there he then tweeted out what's funny about the name Fuckface Von Clownstick it was not coined by John Leibowitz, Jon Stewart uh, he stole it from some moron on Twitter. And then he went on to say, Little John Stewart is a pussy. He would be hopeless in a debate with me. <laughs> Ridiculous stuff. And that guy now is our U.S. president. Uh, billionaire Mindset, though, on a, another note, tweeted, uh, Time is valuable, so don't waste it on pointless relationships. Uh, WWE Creative Humor Uh, took it to another level again. They said Pulp Fashion has a high probability uh, of featuring Tom Phillips as a Gimp. (laughs) I thought that was pretty funny. Um, Then the other day we were talking about the uh, UFC event uh, 216 where Mighty Mouse was able to jump up and get somebody into an arm bar and uh, Big Stinky Moose has a great name for that move. He's calling it The Mouse Trap and I think that, as Joe Rogan says here, that's an awesome name for it. Um, You couldn't think of a better name for something like that. Really original move. Um, Then there's a a random brain dropping I had. Uh, Politics is show business for ugly people. I thought that was pretty funny. Says a lot. then the la times tweeted out knowingly exposing others to hiv will no longer be a felony in california so owen benjamin responded to that and said charlie sheen can finally have unprotected sex with young girls legally again yay california you fucking psychos Uh, so i would agree with owen there pretty crazy stuff and then i tweeted out uh we live in a society built by people who wrote things with feathers and rode horses Think about that for a second. And then there was this tweeted out by the Tampa Bay Times Sports. Uh, JT Brown, a player for the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, said that the racist remarks and death threats he's received prove why the issues need to be talked about. And basically what he did was he raised his hand during the anthem and that is causing death threats and racist remarks towards him. Uh, Just unbelievable stuff there. Uh, Billionaire Mindset tweeted out, To be successful, you must accept all of the challenges that come your way. You can't just accept the ones that you like. Uh, And then there was a controversy over the weekend uh, featuring the Vice President, uh, Pence, Uh, He left the Colts game, uh, as he tweets out, and says, Because I will not dignify any event that disrespects our soldiers, our flag, or our national anthem. And Adam Schiff uh, tweeted out to respond to that, After all the scandals involving unnecessarily expensive travel by cabinet secretaries, how much taxpayer money was wasted on this stunt? So, huge dig there at the vice president. Um, Then there was this. Um, There's a special bra sticker now that can detect forcible touch in real time. Uh, So this is actually designed by MIT engineers. It detects forceful grabbing and it alerts a set network of friends and family. Uh, So it's designed to help assault victims in real time and the where is sent a a message if they're giving consent Um, if it doesn't it will send out a loud alarm um, and then share the location to a lot of contacts Um, so it's an interesting idea and I think it's made for the right reasons but I can imagine if it goes wrong um, you know if, if it's touched by mistake, um, if, you know, it's two adults that actually are consenting to doing something there, and, you know, the number of false alarms and things that would happen with that, um, you know, I understand why they're doing it, and I think, you know, it's, it's a step in the right direction when it comes to that type of thing, but I also kind of wonder how often that's going to set off, like, false alarms and people that, you know, maybe accidentally press something on their phone that continues the alarm and sends it to all their contacts, um, so it's, it's an interesting thing, overall I think it's a step in the right direction, but I do th- think it's one of those things that isn't without some level of controversy. Um, then you've got Jerry Jones, who just a few weeks ago took a knee with his players, Before that he contributed money to Donald Trump and now he's flipped back and says that any Cowboys player who disrespects the flag Won't be allowed to play and El Flaco on Twitter Tweeted out. What does that mean though? Hint that'll probably mean different things depending on how good a player is And I think that that's such a good tweet because it shows the hypocrisy number one Just the hypocrisy of Jerry Jones, like him going back and forth, back and forth, trying to play both sides um, to a ridiculous fashion. And then exactly like what El Flaco is saying there, um, you know, if you're an all-star player on the Cowboys team, what are the chances of you getting penalized as heavily as somebody that's considered to be like the 53rd best player on the roster or 35th best player on the roster? you know, I I don't think the punishment would be the same, and I I definitely agree with that. Uh, Then there was this, and this was unbelievable. I don't know how... First of all, the person that came up with this idea for this ad, I don't know where they're coming from or what they were thinking. I don't know what they were thinking, the people that participated in the ad, the actors, models, um, the people that were shooting it, the camera people, the, the advertising guys, um, the executives that were in charge of making the decision of putting this campaign out there, uh, but this is a campaign that had a lot of controversy over the weekend with Dove, and basically, as you can see, that's what it features. Um, it is repulsively racist, to say the least. I don't even know where the hell they were going with that, other than delivering a rather racist message Um, just incredibly ignorant incredibly racist and especially in today's time with everything that's going on in the world right now just not that it's good at any time but especially right now it is so remarkably stupid uh, for Dove to have an ad like that and Keith Boykin pointed out that it's not the first time that they've done that. Uh, he says, "Okay, Dove, one racist ad makes you suspect. Two racist ads makes you kind of guilty. And again, it's showing before and then after, and it's the same thing. And it's ridiculous. Um, you know, I, I honestly don't even know what to say other than that. And then it shows here uh, from Adrian Warren." Uh, Dove, when you try, you don't miss the mark like this. History repeats itself when we don't take the time to educate ourselves. And it shows here throughout history uh, different ads that were incredibly racist. Um, And Dove fits in with that. You know, in a way, their ad is almost even worse than ads that were done way, way in the past. Um, Just incredibly ignorant, incredibly racist, and just plain stupid from Dove um, and then you know there was a lot of people that were poking fun at it uh... Mikal on twitter tw- tweeted out, I've been using Dove soap for about two weeks now and I'm so happy with the results uh... so again taking a dig at, at Dove uh, Vasu Kulkarni tweeted out I've got a new startup idea you send us your ad, we'll tell you if it's racist before you run it I think we've got our first customer in Dove um, Xavier Pope tweeted out on, on Twitter, Dear Dove, I love and I am proud of my beautiful, luxurious black skin. I would never whitewash it off. Sign the black delegation. And yeah, like, overall, just, again, just incredible ignorance and stupidity from Dove, uh, to do something that's stupid. Um, then Uberfax tweeted out that Midnight Cowboy is the only X-rated film to win the Academy Award for Best Picture. Uh, I just responded, lol, and that movie sucked. If you've ever seen that movie, it's not that great, at least in my opinion. Um, Zelly tweeted out white nationalists lead another march in Charlottesville, and Pence chooses to be offended by NFL players. This is why they continue to kneel, and I would agree with uh, Zelly on that. Uh, then, Billionaire Mindset tweeted out, You have three choices in life. You can watch things happen, make things happen, and wonder what the hell happened. Uh, Johnny Taylor Jr. tweeted out, Don't act like you've never knocked on the wrong door, killed everyone inside, and then decided you live there. Hashtag Columbus Day. Uh, then, I totally forgot until I was watching something where they were saying that Bill Cosby and I used to watch a lot of shows growing up but The Cosby Show was a little bit before my time uh, but Bill Cosby in The Cosby Show played the character Cliff Huxtable which I knew but I did not know that that character was actually an OBGYN which is hilarious considering <laughs> what's going on with Bill Cosby uh, so uh, people were joking with that uh, saying that you grab them by the pussy but first you put a drink in them hashtag Jello pudding Um, I thought that that was too funny to pass up for the show. Um, Then there was this, uh, so Rachel Nichols from ESPN talking about how the NBA could be changing the playoffs instead of being an East versus West format just having the top 16 teams, period, regardless of their conference, uh, play against each other. And uh, essentially what she was talking about was that how it's possible that they could be doing this, but it's unlikely because the owners would have to approve it. And the owners on the Eastern Conference teams, like let's say from Seed 5 to Seed 8, that would make the playoffs as it is right now, would probably be against not making the playoffs under the new system. Um, and the amount of travel, uh, so East and Western teams may be having to play each other a lot in the playoffs, that travel, you know, would require more days off, it might change, might have to change what the regular season schedule would be like, it might change how long the playoffs would be, so there's a lot of reasons why this probably won't happen, but it is an interesting idea, to say the least. Um, then there was a, a ra- brain dropping that I had. Uh, pain reminds you the joy you felt was real. Uh, Adrian Wojanowski tweeted out yesterday uh, Philadelphia center Joel Embiid has agreed to a five year, $148 million designated rookie scale max extension, according to ESPN. And then I had some brain droppings about uh, porn sites, so one of the things that I said was, why do porn sites have a would you like to share this on Facebook button? It's like, yeah, let me add this to my timeline so that all of my friends can see what I'm doing at 2 in the morning, <laughs> what the fuck? Um, then I tweeted out, people that watch backroom casting that are waiting to see if it's real or not, like they're watching a magician for the reveal, lol. And then I said, they should post videos of backroom casting fails where the girl just turns around and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> um, then there was this, and to be honest with you guys, I'm not a, a fan of Sidney Crosby. I think he's overrated. I remember when he first started in the league and he was such a whiner, trying to get calls, uh, you know, calls from the referees for plays against him. I just have never been a fan of his, despite everything. Um, i know a lot of people are but this just kind of cements my opinion of him Uh, he went public with the associated press and said i can't speak for everyone else i just grew up under the assumption that politics was something really bred into sports wasn't something really bred into sports i should say and different things from my side of things there's absolutely no politics involved hopefully it stays that way Um, i think that that is an incredibly ignorant and stupid thing for Sidney crosby to say And I'm not surprised because, you know, he lives in a world uh, that is made up of white privilege. But not only that, um, he just strikes me as the kind of person that is ignorant like that. Um, You know, politics has always been a part of sports. You know, you go back to the Olympic Games, um, you know, Black Power, you go back to Jesse Owens, um, and, and there's so many other stories, like, that's just the tip of the iceberg of how much politics and sports go hand in hand, and just the ignorance of people to pretend like this is the first time that, 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 that that's happened. You, th- you want to talk about politics and sports? Go back to Muhammad Ali. You know, He was forced to relinquish his championship in his prime because he wouldn't go and fight in the war. his best years three years he spent outside of the ring unable to compete and Sidney Crosby wants to pretend like sports and politics don't mix together there's a history of it like what the heck it's just total ignorance and just reinforces why I don't like Sidney Crosby to begin with Uh, then there was this uh, from Tim and Sid mascot goals and this was from the BYU Cougar ads stuff from the BYU uh, Cougarettes uh, mascot there um, honestly I think he did better than a few of the cheerleaders there in the background Like that was crazy stuff uh, tweeted there from Tim and Sid um, then uh, last night obviously Monday Night Raw um, WWE Creative Humor tweeted out it's going to be great when we have Asuka lose in her first match because it'll pop Vince McMahon and I said I would pop too if that happened <laughs> because I honestly don't understand the hype towards Oscar and I've been watching NXT this whole time. Um Oscar unfortunately for her and you know, this isn't me trying to be racist, it's just it's a fact of, of being an entertainer in wrestling. The ability to speak English well is huge. Um, you know, I'll give you an example where it does work well. Jinder Mahal is the WWE champion. You know, um, there's a reason why he continues to beat Shinsuke Nakamura, and it's not because Shinsuke is not a great wrestler. He absolutely is. He's a great entertainer. He's very charismatic, but his English skills are not that strong. Now, my argument would be: don't try to do something that you probably can't. And, you know, those skills just aren't there right now. And I, that's not saying that Shinsuke or Asuka can't develop those skills over time. sure they can. But in the meantime, wouldn't it make sense to give them a manager, somebody like a Paul Heyman, um, that can be a mouthpiece for them and speak for them? You know, I don't understand how you can do that with Brock Lesnar, who can speak English, but you can't do that for somebody like Shinsuke Nakamura or Asuka. But I think because of those reasons, you're probably never going to see Shinsuke Nakamura win the championship. And because of those reasons, I would be shocked if Asuka does that well on Raw, simply because of the fact that the, the speaking skills just aren't there, and that's such a vital part of being a sports entertainer, uh, you know, as Vince would say. So, you know, I. I for those reasons, like I just don't see what's special about Asuka in that sense, like I don't see why she would be any different than Shinsuke Nakamura in that same role. Um, and honestly, I, I honestly feel that Shinsuke Nakamura is more skilled, charismatic-wise. I think he's more skilled in terms of what he can do in the ring than Asuka is. I just think there's way too much hype for her, and I know it's because she was undefeated in NXT, but honestly, who cares? Um, Especially on Raw, because you've got somebody like Alexa Bliss who is just on another level. I honestly think right now, in both Raw and SmackDown, Alexa Bliss is probably the best uh, representative of of the women's division, period. What she's been able to do has been incredible, Um, and nobody even comes close. There was a time when I would say Naomi on SmackDown, but obviously she's just been kind of misused. Um, ironically, like Natalia used to be, and now it's kind of like they flipped, Natalia's the champion and Naomi's not really being used. Um, but, you know, even Natalia, you know, she was stale for so long and just held back for so long that I don't think anybody really cares about her title run. Um, but with Alexa Bliss, like, she just has that it factor that I don't think Asuka or anybody else in that division has. Um, Then uh, on Raw we also saw Bray Wyatt uh, using that character Sister Sister Abigail, and I was just saying, you know, Bray Wyatt is going to star in the split sequel as a joke. Um, And then I was thinking uh, on a separate note, in terms of the new um, Justice League movie coming out, and going back to Batman versus Superman, I just think it was a mistake that they didn't make a separate Death of Superman or Doomsday movie to showcase characters like the Eradicator Superman, or Cyborg Superman, Superboy, Man of Steel. There are so many great characters that came out of that storyline that I think should be a movie, and you know maybe even a few movies, by itself. Um, and it just seems like they've squandered that, unfortunately. Uh, Then there was the new Star Wars trailer, which I know if I play will get kicked off of YouTube. But what I would say is if you haven't seen it, check it out. Um, I'm sold, but I was already sold. Um, You know, but The Last Jedi comes out December 15th. It looks like it's going to be good, just as, you know, all Star Wars movies usually are. Um. Then there was this. Um, I I don't understand why Sasha Banks' part from the WWE Two K Eighteen commercial was cut out. Um, and what I mean by that is this is the part of the commercial that has been edited out on TV commercials, but the original did air, and the original featured uh, like the Divas Revolution type of thing, where it showed like uh, Braun panties matches and stuff like that, and it just showed Sasha like kicking that tv down um and it was like a really i thought really cool it was probably like the coolest part of the whole commercial but for some reason they cut it out um i'm not sure why but if you're not quite sure what i'm talking about we'll try to show this if it doesn't show it means it has to be edited out because of youtube rules but we'll try to play this so you guys can see what i'm talking about Be NXT, be different, be weird, be huggers, be fireflies, be mohawks, be beards. Like no one, like nothing, like whatever, like this. Like Oscar, like Charlotte, like Becky, like Bliss. No tap outs, no count outs, no three counts, no friends. No stop it, no nostalgia, no now with no then. One shot in, one million, one ursul, one team. One fin, one valor, one demon, one king. Hate it, be vacant, be all A Y Like Jimmy, like Jake, like even this guy. No Divas, no MUP fights, no thanks. One sasha, one boss, one word, thanks. Beat her, beat That's the part that I don't understand why they cut, because I thought that that's like the coolest part of the whole thing. But I think the whole commercial actually was pretty cool, it's something different. Um I like just the effect of like the old TVs. Um, you know, the static and stuff like that, just really cool stuff, really cool visuals that they had for that. Um, Uberfax tweeted out, uh, there's no state in the U.S. where a 40-hour minimum wage work week is enough to afford a two-bedroom apartment. Uh, That's really pathetic and goes to show you how minimum wage and just the way society views wages should be changed overall. Um, And again, you know, it goes back to what we were saying in the last episode, what's going to happen when AI takes over and automation takes over and these jobs are gone anyways, like what is society prepared to do when these things happen and is the government ever going to start to talk about these things Um, Uberfax also tweeted out on a totally separate level uh, kissing is good for your teeth Um, Donald Trump today actually tweeted uh, with Jamel Hill at the mic, it's at the mic, Uh, it's no wonder ESPN's ratings have tanked, in fact, tanked so badly it is the talk of the industry. Um, just incredible that a President of the United States is commenting on an individual and her job and her workplace and her performance and the employer's performance. It's just absolutely ridiculous that he's using his platform and his voice to talk about bullshit instead of talking about things that actually matter and trying to rile people up. But. I'll be honest, I'm one of those people that does get riled up sometimes when Trump tweets stupid things like that. And I said, in my opinion, you know, if I was Jamel Hill at this point, I would tweet either fucking moron to go along with what the Secretary of State said, or just fuck you to Donald Trump. Either way, I think it would be funny, and to me it would be worth getting fired over just to tell Donald Trump off and tell him to fuck off, I think would be great. I don't think she's got the lady balls to do it. Um, but I would love to see somebody do it, and why not her? You know what I mean? Uh, And then we will end the podcast with this brain dropping, this thought, the American people gave Donald Trump uh, the nuclear codes, but Twitter still won't give him 280 characters. So thank you guys for watching, I'll see you guys on the next episode.